When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. And welcome once again to WCW Retro. I'm your host, the Evening Papa Stro, the Maestro of Wrestling. Great to have you guys with us again. I missed you guys so much. Oh my gosh. It's been one thing after another these past few weeks, but uh, we made it. We're back. And lots to talk about tonight in the wrestling world. Uh, so much to talk about. We're on the road to WrestleMania. And on top of that, uh, tonight's special topic as well which is the greatest world champions. And I'm looking forward to diving that topic with you guys tonight. So if uh, if you guys want to call in and give your thoughts on some of your favorite world champions in the years, call in anytime to tonight's uh, live um, WCW Retro Podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. And so happy to uh, be with you guys here tonight. Like I said, lots, lots going, lots to talk about. Before we dive into that, plus more wrestling news, let I make a few announcements and shout-outs, if you will. Uh, first off, um, shout-outs to my 
Masters of Ring Entertainment, Masters of Ring Entertainment dot com. Fishing with special friends, fishing with special friends dot com. Um, Cauliflower Alley Club. Find out what they're up to at cauliflowerallyclub dot org. Uh, and uh, for my social media roundup, uh, my official website is thestore.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com. The official merchandise page is thestore.com slash merchandise, uh, which uh, gets your favorite Papa Store merch today for all ages, including pets. Uh, if you'd like to make a donation to yours truly, Papa Stroh, buy a cup of coffee, tips, etc. Uh, I got some medical bills. Um, I'm trying to pay off as well from last year. But uh, any donation of any kind, gifts, et cetera, I love getting gifts, uh, send it to my PayPal at paypal.me slash papastro. And uh, also you can, uh, or you can, like if you have Cash App, you can go to, um, just look for me, uh, Real Papastro, or um, my email for Cash App is stroforya, S-T-R-O number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. And that's also for PayPal. So any donation would be greatly appreciated. And thank you guys for your support. Uh, also, um, stroforya at yahoo.com, where you can email me for bookings. And I'm taking bookings for all kinds of stuff these days, stand-up comedy, uh, uh, and motivational speaking, uh, commentary um, for wrestling events, different fight TV events, um, voiceovers, if like cast me for a television or film project, um, commercials, endorsements, Comic-Cons, conventions, seminars, uh, six, uh, charities, etc. I do a lot these days. Hit me up, strofoya at yahoo.com. It's S-T-R-O number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. Um, I'm also on Twitter at at sign Stro, T-H-E-S-T-R-O. On Facebook at Stro the Maestro. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys, at youtube.com slash Stro Maestro. Um, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Real Papa Stro. Uh, if you'd like to be a special guest on the coming episode of WCW Retro, uh, feel free to email me also at wcbretro at yahoo.com. This exposure to the network, if you will. And uh, yeah, let's, let's talk, yeah. But uh, And support all the great podcasts we got here on VOCNation.com. In the room every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on VOCNation.com. Um, and all, all the great podcasts, but of course, WCW Retro and and all that. Um, also, support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. Get your favorite VOC Nation t-shirt today, including one of WCW, WCW Retro and one of yours, Julie Pop Stroh, the four faces of Stroh. Um, but uh, thank you guys for your love and support. It means the world. Uh, it's great. Always great hearing from you guys, and uh, and and keep in touch. You know, don't be a stranger. Uh, much love, and yeah, we're on the road to WrestleMania tonight. We're talking about World Champions. Looking forward to diving in that with you guys. Uh, lots to talk about tonight as well. But um, yeah, we're really really excited about uh, what's uh, lying ahead. So. Uh, Looking, looking forward to uh, talking about the world champions tonight. Yeah, it's 
really cool stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, with that, uh, let's, let's talk world champions, for example. I mean, some great world champions of the years. I know, uh, you know, back in the day, you had, you had great world champions like Luthez and Harley Race and uh, the, the Funk brothers, uh, Dory Funk Jr. and uh, Terry Funk. Uh, the, the two brothers to, to hold the world's NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Um, uh, the, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, of course, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Uh, and I mean, this is some of the great world champions of the years. Um, and of course, in, in recent years, uh, you know, you Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, The Rock, uh, John Cena, The Undertaker, um, Brett the Hitman Hart, Shawn Michaels, uh, Triple H, um, and you know, even go as recent as an AEW world champion, the current heavyweight champion, MJF, uh, John Moxley, uh, Chris Jericho, and uh, CM, CM Punk, and, and the list goes on. So, I mean, we have a lot of material to work with tonight, guys. So, if you want to call in, and talk about some of your favorite world champions of the years. Feel free to call in um, 914-338-1885. And look, look at, looking forward to that as well. Lots lots to talk about tonight. Um, but, uh, yeah. A lot of things happening in the wrestling world as well. Um, so we're going to dive into that also. Tonight, of course, the road to WrestleMania. A lot of exciting matches and and, and build leading up to WrestleMania um, as well. So, uh, oh yeah, here we go, man. The calls are lining up, so let's do this. Oh, I love you guys. All right, let's let's get to. Uh, all right, six oh nine area code. Welcome to WCW Retro. What's going on, Stro? How are you? Howard, hey brother, what's going on? Great to be back. No, oh my gosh, I'm, great to see you I'm guys. I'm glad to hear you back, brother. It feels like it's been forever. Uh, <laughs> it's been a journey. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tonight, let, let's bring. I'm gonna bring up some more guy people on here, man. The callers are lighting it up tonight, man. Let's let's do this. Um, okay, four seven nine area code. Welcome to WWSO. Well, hello, Stro. It's Granny. Well, Granny, welcome back. How you doing? I well, I've been very busy. My son is in the process of getting ready to move, and so all weekend long we've been packing boxes. And um, he's he's going to have his own apartment, but he's going to be part of that assisted living facility that I was telling you about that he looked at about a month yeah. ago. And he's still going right, to be right. able to keep his little dog there with him. He'll be right next door to the facility. So if he were to need help, he'll be right there. You know, basically, uh, he'll, he'll be independent, but he'll be there if he needs help. So Awesome. I wish him all the best. That, that's awesome. Yeah, the process is just getting rid of stuff that he's not going to be able to take with him because... 
His apartment right. is basically the size of a like a college dorm room, basically. He's right. got like one room and like a studio apartment, very small. I mean, he's going to be limited to what he can take with him. So uh, it is what well, it is. That's so, great. Yeah, yeah. Know, please, it's, please give it's him my okay. best. That's that's awesome. I will. That's awesome. I will. Uh, Hi, Howard. Nine hundred three area code. Hey, Granny. How just, are you? I'm good. Hi, Daddy. Hi, Dustin. Nine oh, oh, Dustin. Dustin's on the line too. Hey, welcome back, Dustin. How you doing? Hi, man? Dustin. Um, uh, Stroh, I got my friend Hannah on on the on call too. Hi. Hannah. Oh, hello, Hannah. Glad you joined us, Hannah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oh, good to hear from you, Hannah. Yep. Yeah, lots to talk about tonight, guys. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We're talking world champions tonight. Uh, wh- where would you like to begin? <laughs> lots, lots to talk about. Um, man, AEW last night was good. Well, we can talk about AEW too. Yeah, <laughs> it, they did have a solid show. I would say it's probably one of the best dynamites for quite some time. That main event was, was phenomenal. That was really good. I thought the beginning promo with uh, with Jungle Boy, uh, Darby, um, Sagavara, and MJF was great too. I mean, the whole show was just solid. I mean, in my opinion. Especially with Brett Baker and Jamie Hader returning last night. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, every every segment was just it, – it, it was very well put together, I think. And, um, and, and what a cliffhanger at the end with the, with the uh, three-way six-man tag team title match there with um, Adam Page and the Elite. Yeah, and and what, apparently the Blackpool Combat Club returned to heel was like – Yeah, so – Exciting things, exciting things going on. Um, you got uh, and and correct me if I'm When's the next AEW pay per view? What's the name of it called again? You know? uh, I think it's uh, uh, Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. That's it. Right. Right. Yeah. That's I'm already amazing. excited about it. From Dynamite the other night. Yeah, Las Vegas, Nevada, May 28th for the Double or Nothing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm going to be in Vegas. Uh, not not Vegas, but actually, I'm going to be in Chicago. I think the next month or so for the WAW event. Uh, night to remember. 
So that that's 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 really cool. <laughs> um, so you're talking about like like the greatest champ like world champions of all time. You got you got to put Seth Rollins in there. Oh, Seth Rollins, yeah. What what a coup he did at WrestleMania. Remember, he cashed in the money in the bank. Yep. Seven years ago, yeah. uh, March 28th. Right. Right. Yeah, he's he's definitely right up there, man. And uh, you know, he, and he's still kicking. He still has the potential to, to, to be world champion again. So. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Hopefully, this Logan Paul thing's a one-off. Hopefully, he can move on from that. Yeah, it's in the Logan Paul WrestleMania. Stroll, I have a feeling. Yeah, that that makes some people. Uh, Stroll, I have a feeling next week on Raw, Logan Paul is going to get interrupted by Seth Rollins on his, on his so impulsive live next week in St. Louis. Yeah, that should be interesting. That'd be interesting. That, 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 especially with him, them being there, Roman, the champions, is going to be there as well. And, yep. Yeah, you know, Roman Roman Reigns. I mean, I'd be remiss to say he's right up there being like one of the recent greatest world champions. I mean, wow. Yeah, not being pinned in so long, you know, and and you know, I'll say you know, it's gonna be a big deal if Cody Rhodes wins a man. And he's almost if he. They said if Roman retains at Mania. He, he very well could surpass Bruno's record. Yeah. That, that, that's impressive. That, 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 that's insane. That's so insane. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You know, and, and the thing, yeah, and uh, talking about great champions, uh, um, uh, let's see. Hmm. Well, Steve Austin, and then you got Kane. You have, you have Bret Hart, a bunch of them. Shawn Michaels. Oh gosh, yes. Triple H. Uh, I mean, you know, Undertaker, uh, Undertaker at one point, yeah, and, and of course, you know, Triple H. Batista. Yep, Batista. And which, you know, I really hope, if not this year, next year, or I, I really hope he, he makes it soon with the Hall of Fame, Batista. Wouldn't it be something if, if Batista gets in the Hall of Fame and Triple H is the one inducting him? You know, yeah, that that would be uh, that would be really, really, really cool. Um, because of the history yeah. they've had. No, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, any any other um, world champions that come to mind, guys? You'd like to share? Yeah, I, I think yeah, I got one that might, might, that might fly under the radar a little bit, but he actually is a nine-time okay. world champion, and and he's on the shelf right now, but that's A.J. Styles. Yeah, A.J. I mean, he, great, he, only had, he only had one WWE run, but he's been NWA <laughs> champion, been TNA, PWG, IWGT. Right. You know, he's been champion really all over the world. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh that's I think AJ Stott, yeah, absolutely, man. And you know, him him and like I said, you know, he's another one like Seth Rollins that you know, he could become world champion again at any time. 
I, I think in, in probably in the next two or three years, he'll have a world title somewhere. Don't know oh, it necessarily be WWE, but he will be world champion somewhere. Right, right. Hey, we're being joined by uh, Professor Steve. Uh, welcome back. It's been a while. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, I'm kind of moving around, but figure calling. Hey, Granny. Um, yeah, that's a good choice, AJ Styles. Was that the one that Howard just picked, AJ Styles? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's a good choice. I caught from the end of that. Um, for Japan, uh, I gotta go Okada because catch mm-hmm. uh Okada for New Japan, uh, All Japan, Masawa, yeah. Kenta Kabashi uh, for Wrestling Noah, and then um, other champions I could name uh, that won like all three titles from all three uh, promotions: uh, Takayama, MMA fighter. Uh, Kensuke Sasaki and uh, Great Muda recently with uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. That was his most recent world title that he won. And uh, I'm really right. excited to see that he's doing a Hall of Fame uh, induction. I wonder if they'll fly That's him so out. Cool. I heard that. Uh, That's so cool. It's going to be a. Sh- I heard it's going to be a shorter group, which I think is better. I think uh, it would give them more time for speeches. Um, right, hopefully right. they can fly him out or get him to do a video because. Um, and then I heard the rumor that Ric Flair might be inducting him, so we'll see. Uh, that would be cool. How that speech goes, yeah, because I know they have history. Oh gosh, you know I wish, I wish they done it. Could have done like speaking of Muda, I, I wish because uh, I forget what podcast they were talking about. I wish they would give had given Muda when he was in the states more of a, a babyface run. And right. or say like go, go after Flair for the title that type of thing. They they really missed the boat on that. You know what I mean? For sure. At the time, I think um, Muda was definitely cool, and I think it would have worked for sure. And, and so marketable too. You know what I mean? I mean Muda, Muda was just, it was just awesome at that time. Right. But yeah, that's that's especially that's I'm, I'm happy for him. I, Especially during that time period when Mortal Kombat games were kind of getting started and getting hot, I think he would have fit in with that demographic. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's a good one though, for sure. Uh, there's great picks in Japan, Steve. Uh, amazing. Um, yeah, um, Masawa and Kobashi are two of my favorites, and just recently there was like the 20th anniversary of their match with Noah from 2003. And watched some of the clips from that, but. Uh, it's interesting mm-hmm. that Muda is one of the three guys that's won all three of the top titles there. Pretty interesting, and he did it in his right. Twilight years too with Noah. Right, right, and and that's no easy task either because I mean, and all those promotions are so hard hitting, right, and and so competitive. Yeah. And Muda's knees are. So worn from all the moon salts and the shining wizards, you know, over the years. No <laughs> doubt. I, I, oh, I think his whole body's. I think his whole body's got to be worn by now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, as long, just as long as he's been in it, for sure. I mean, just I'm sure from the bottom of his feet to the top of his head, something hurts all the time. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought it was pretty cool that they had that impromptu uh, match with uh, Chono. I thought that was pretty cool. 
Just give him like one yes, last yes. Uh, run in. That was awesome. Oh god, that was so cool. That was so cool. Man, some 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 great some great yeah. picks so far tonight, guys. And yeah. um yeah. it's it's interest it's interesting that uh sometimes wrestling history is kind of revised, kind of revisionist. Like Anoki technically had a win over Bob Backlund when he was champion, but wasn't recognized. So That's right. He's another world champion that uh you could acknowledge. Yeah. And and Backlund, when he was champion, he, how many years did he hold it for? Like three or four or something five, like that? Five, three, three or four, five. almost five, something like that. It was a long time. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a long reign, yeah. Wow. I think um, I think Bruno's time, uh, there was probably, it was more like a monster factory. This guy's name was mm-hmm. play, kind of like Hogan later on. But, I mean, you got to mention Bruno as well just for how long he held it. And he, at, oh, yeah. at some point, he, he he probably didn't want to hold it much longer because he had to work so much. As Jr. would say, Bruno was tough in a two dollar steak back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, uh, what Buddy Rogers found out. I heard. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and not that you know. He, he, go ahead. They said Bruno would like part of his training. He would run like so many miles a day. And he kept that regiment up even after he retired. Like, man. Yeah, you were man. miles. Yeah, like five, six, eight miles a day. <laughs> right. So I, I don't do that in a week. Oh, go ahead, Steve. I'm sorry. No, I, I, just, I don't, you know, I mean, world, you know, world champion, and he may not have really been a world champion per se because he never really left his territory. But I think he did a lot, and his promotion did a lot back in the day to to lay the groundwork for everything that we're seeing now. And I I think we'd be amiss if we didn't mention Jerry Lawler. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree. The king. He he the won king. so many so many national and regional titles. Uh, I'm sure he won kind of the territory world titles. Yeah, um, it was the, yeah. the USWA. He won but the unification. Was, you know, yeah. Remember the unification. When he wrestled Kerry Von Erich? Yeah. It was, uh... You know, and it, I yeah. think that, that whole promotion, really, we, we're still feeding off of today with stories and really how far can can you push what you do on television. I mean, you look back at all the stuff that, that they did, and not just him, but, you know, Bill Dundee and, and all of those mm-hmm. guys at that time that really when, you know... Kayfabe was what it was. It, you know, you have guys get run over in the park a lot, and they're calling the cops, and you know, cause somebody just got killed, and you know, they want everybody arrested. And but they really had, in was, that area. They go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. You know, we mentioned Carrie earlier. Carrie was uh, quite an involved in the world title picture between that and the NWA world cha- being the NWA world champion for a brief. That you know, I mean, when he was in yeah. player wrestling, yeah, going down into Texas, you know, it, it, you know, it's, you know, and we, you know, we have all the the guys that we recognize today, you know, the, you know, The Rock, and of course, you know, the the business I believe wouldn't be as big as it is today if we, you know, if we didn't mention Hulk Hogan and everything that he did, you know, for the business, you know, 
you know, when he beat the Iron Sheik, you know, I don't want to say relatively unknown, but he wasn't the Hulk Hogan that we know now when he beat the Iron Sheik. Absolutely. Um, and, and look what he did for the WWE, well, back then WWF, for a number of years. Uh, lots, of choices, lots of great names listed tonight so far. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I definitely agree with the, the Lawler pick. Um, Memphis, like, uh, I guess I w- it's getting more recognized, but I think it's uh, it's farmed so many top stars over the years. So many top guys went through there. And it's interesting that we kind of, we don't have the Poffos, we don't have Jerry Jerry, we have Jerry Lawler and Jeff Jerry, but like, it's a lot of that, a lot of the old Memphis guys are uh, getting up there in age, and it's, um, it's interesting. Yeah, and all the all the angles that they had, you know, it's, and again, yeah, it seemed like that was the... I don't want to say developmental territory, but it really did spawn a lot of great talent. You know, you think of Kamala, you know, and, and all of those guys right. that came out of that that area. Jimmy Hart, you know, that came out of out of that Memphis area, and it really just you know exploded after that. And but they got they kind of cut their teeth in Memphis. And, and speaking of Memphis, you, you know, Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett. I mean, being a former NWA World Champ. Along with uh, being involved, being the, the, the champion of Memphis territory, and and uh, what he's accomplished, you know, with WWE and now with AEW, and then, you know, and also WCW in the past. I mean, there, there's a guy. I mean, no, no strangers to the world title picture. No, not at all. Not at mm-hmm. all. Probably, I mean, if I had to guess, probably eight or ten world titles. You know, but you know, between you know. You know that he had, but yeah, definitely, uh, you know, somebody to mention. And he's still going strong. <laughs> and he's, he's still doing it. Match, you know, not with with uh, Orange Cassidy there. And he and he still yeah. looks in, in really good shape. It looks amazing. Yeah, looks amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, any other uh, picks you guys want to share? I mean, this is we're on a pretty good roll here. <laughs> I mean, we 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 could bring up Sting and all of his title runs. And there's you know, another guy, Rick Flair. Yeah, yeah, it's the right. You know, although he's not in as good a shape, I think as Jared is, but he's still he's still out there kicking it. You know, he's still doing it. You know, it was only a few months ago that he was still diving off of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and I, and I love the, the whole build-up to him finally beating, you know, Ric Flair and kind of coming into his own, you know, when he, built, when he beat Flair for his first world title. That was like, that was huge. That was, you know, kind of a, a semi-passing of the torch for, you know, Ric Flair is, you know, not done, but, you know, Sting is the next face of the company. Right. And he was for a lot of years. And, you know, switching gears, you know, to to the ladies, I mean, 
we, you know, we've had some really, really tough ladies world champions to talk about over the years. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you could go, you know, go all the way back to, you know, you know, and again, politics aside, you know, the fabulous Mullen, and how long she, you know, quote unquote, had, had a title and, you know, was touring around the country. Oh yeah. Heads down. And, I, you know, the, the matches, like, she's like that, uh, Back when she was known as the Welder Blaze, Medusa. Medusa, and yeah. Mikano would have would have over the WWE Women's title was just amazing. I mean, got so hard hitting. <laughs> I said they were almost as hard hitting as the men's matches were. No, I mean, not not disrespectful, but they were they were very high impact. Oh, no doubt, no doubt, amazing. Of course, you know, look, look at and on the. And and the the women wrestlers in Japan, oh my gosh, that that were women's champions. Yeah. I mean, we we can. You read my mind. We can really. I was uh, <laughs> right. I was looking at I was looking at the all Japan women's uh, title. Bull Nakano had the most uh, days, nine hundred and seventeen. Um, the other woman I mentioned, she's not in the top three, but Lioness Asuka. Uh, she held it for 404 days. Um, the uh, uh kind of not surprised that she was like the one that held it the longest in 917. It's pretty, uh, mm-hmm. like, pretty uh, dominating champion. And, and then Sherry Martell, who was uh, also an AWA Women's Champion, and uh, mm-hmm. look what she she did for both WWE and WCW. And all her travels. Oh, man, I forgot about her. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Good stuff, though. And that, that's, that's some of the many greats through the years. Um, gosh, and... Um, you know, like, there, and there, there are some that... Uh, like for example, uh, Ryan Garvin, one time being the NWA World Champion, and when he, when him and Flair were feuding, uh, yeah, oh my gosh, and and that and they don't like call him hands of stone for nothing, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I felt it, trust me. He, he, he's tough as he was tough as it go, man. You know, yeah, um, and you know. No, I, I just think anybody that that, especially back then, that they you know would you know would allow to hold the title you know at that time you know they really handpicked they were and for however long you want to call it, you know you know the the popular phrase transitional whatever they were still handpicked by somebody you know for however short of that time was to be the face of the company and that, you know back then right. I mean that said a lot about who you were and your work ethic and, and, and the trust, you know, the trust that they gave you. Yes. And, and with the AWA, going back to AWA, great, some great world champions came out of there. Uh, you had, um, you know, of course, Nick Bockwinkel, one of the greatest Nick, ever. Uh, Rick Martell. Rick Martell. Yeah. Uh, 
Kurt Hennig. Kurt Hennig. Perfect. Uh, Ganya. Vern. Yeah, Vern Ganya, yeah. Nah, the list just goes on, man. Um, and and a lot some of those guys went on to be world champions elsewhere too. And, and oh, jump, Stan Hansen, and, and, you can't forget Stan Hansen. Stan Hansen, yep, Stan Hansen, Larry Hansen, um, and, and and some of the guys I mentioned, and and a few more that went on to other promotions and could very well have been world champions in other places. So I mean, it, what what a talented promotion at one point, man. They even had uh, yeah. Otto Vons from uh, Germany. Um, he, Otto Vons, yes. I believe, prom- I believe he promoted a catch wrestling association, and he held uh, that. He kind of led that company and uh, held that title for three uh, three thousand days. So he was kind of like the Bruno mm-hmm. of his territory. Um, so right. yeah, it's also. I saw the list of AWA champions. I saw like Jumbo Saruta and Otto Bonds. I was like, wow. It's uh, got some mm-hmm. good names on that list. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, absolutely. it's interesting. Um, you're going back to what you said earlier. Uh, I was looking at the All Japan titles uh, for the women, and um, uh, my favorite, Toyota, she's in the top 10. I bet she'd be higher. Mm-hmm. But um, she held it for 287 days. So uh, it's right. interesting how um, she's probably the one most remembered upside full Nakano, and she's in the top ten, not the top five. So it's very interesting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and 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 there's uh, there's world champions that have yet to even hit the Hall of Fame. I mean, I'll give you an example, Jazz. Mm-hmm. Where there'll be a woman's champion. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I mean, my, in my opinion, should have been in the Hall of Fame years ago. <laughs> right. But just, I'm just using her as uh, one of many examples of world champions that, over the years, that made an impact that have yet to reach the Hall of Fame, which is staggering if you think about it. Yeah, I think her, I think her recognition came from Impact Wrestling and her later part of her career, but yeah, she's should right. be recognized also by WWE. And I mean, look at uh, look at the hearts, look at Brett and Owen. You know, because Owen was like champion in <laughs> other promotions. And, and of course, you know, Brett being one of the greatest WWE champions. Of his time too. Yeah. And then I mean, you have you know back in the in the early days of what well, before it was extreme, it was Eastern Championship Wrestling. You have you know Shane Douglas, you know who right. really kind of revolutionized that promotion again under you know the, the guidance of Paul Heyman, you know, mm-hmm. and you know look at the impact that 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 had. Right. Right, right. Uh, uh, one more thing I do want to mention. Since you mentioned Owen, I, um, I was thinking of myself, Ultimo Dragon, and he held a bunch of uh, junior titles and cruiserweight titles. Um, I, I lost count how many titles he had at one point. 
Oh, for sure. I'm looking at him. I'm looking over the list, and yeah, he had the junior title in Japan. Had uh, he even had title of uh, middleweight and BMLL titles everywhere. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, back in the day, the WCW, yeah, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the NWA junior heavyweight champion Denny Brown. I mean, I know it's not a a major title per se, but you know, it gave something, you know, for smaller guys to, to you know, to, to kind of, you know, shoot for. And I just think, you know, Danny Brown, was, you know, was, was a heck of a worker back in, you know, the, the mid-'80s, you know, oh, up yeah. to the you know, early-'90s. Him, Gary Royal, Nelson Royal. Yeah, Jack, oh, yeah, yeah, Gary man. Royal, yeah. Was it um, Stephen uh, Regal? That's it. Yeah, Stephen Regal. Uh, Les Thornton. Back yeah. in the day, that's Thornton. Um, oh gosh, of course, he, of course, you know Dean Malenko, um, uh, Ray Mysterio, um, who's being inducted ironically in the Hall of Fame this year, which is, I, I think is amazing. So, yeah, I guess yeah. I, I think it's I think it's time. You know, it's about time that you know he goes in. You know, but again, there, there's so many. That they could have, and like I said, I think they God. that Eddie Guerrero held. Man, he not only yeah, he, heavyweight and junior heavyweight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, but I, I think you hit on the point early. Going back to the Hall of Fame, I think they should limit the the class to to maybe three or four. One, you know, one big. I guess star, and again, no disrespect, but then, you know, because again, you you want to hear these people's stories. You want to hear, you know, how, you know how they kind of you know got into business and and hear the the, mm-hmm. the travels of the road. And you know, I I love Bobby the Brain's induction, you know, and then you get guys that get five or six minutes. You're like, oh, what? they're done already? Like I think they should have you know twenty twenty five minutes to go right. off and and you know, give their story and then keep it small. Keep it about four or five people. That's a nice hour, hour and a half, and, and you're done. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I don't like caring about speeches being cut like Molly Holly, <clears throat> like, was disappointed with her time. Um, yeah, I think they really should shorter group, longer speeches, I think. And um, Yeah, absolutely. Going, going back to the um, – Junior title, uh, ju- uh, junior champions. I gotta, I gotta mention Jerson Liger. Um, oh, he's held, yeah. he held the uh, junior IWGP eleven times, and six hundred twenty-eight days was his longest reign. So yeah, no, that's Liger and Dragon. That's amazing. And then you throw Tiger Mask in the mix too. God, man. Mhm. And. and, and Tiger Mask is so interesting because you had two of the best wrestlers play Tiger Mask. You had uh, Sayama and Masawa uh, in different mm-hmm. groups, but a great character. Oh man! It, it, it you know it's uh, if uh, Cody. Cody Rhodes would have pulled this off a mania and become champion, right? I mean, it's, uh, that in itself would be a milestone. 
for for the family. For the Rhodes family. Yeah, I'm I'm still not <laughs> still not sold on Cody winning at WrestleMania. Maybe it I mean I got a couple weeks still, but I just not sold on, on Cody Rhodes yet. Because, I mean, either side of the coin, you look at it, you know, Roman, if he retains, he'll be break, reaching a milestone. And if Cody takes it, then he'll be doing the milestone for his family as well. So, I mean, either way, you look right. at the history being made. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I could see him winning it at some point. I don't know if it'll be a mania, but um, it would be an interesting story. And I think um, – it's interesting, Cody. Uh, he couldn't win the uh, AEW World Title, and he went to the TNT. But um, he won the NWA World Championship from uh, Nick Aldis at one point, and Nick Aldis, mm-hmm. I think, should get recognized for carrying that company for so long. Um, right. I know it's kind of like it's kind of not, but there's no there's no buzz about it lately. But um, mm-hmm. I think Nick Aldis carried that company for a while. Oh, yeah, a single hand right. carried that company. company. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and speaking of NWA, I got to mention Harley Race. Called it for nine oh, times. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Harley Race. One of the best. Yeah, you, you can't have That's a great. greatest champions list without having Harley on that list. <laughs> Wherever you put him. Wherever you put him, I, I whether he's first or last or whatever, but he's on that list. Maybe I love the story that's a bigger deal too. I love the story that Flair tell, tells about Harley Race, where he's uh, he's Harley Race is sitting in the room talking to Kurt Hennig. They're getting ready to wrestle for the title, and Harley's sitting back smoking the cigar, and he looks he's looking at <laughs> Kurt Hennig and says, uh, "What's your finish, kid?" <laughs> and Kurt uh, Hennig is like, drop kick off the top rope. And then Harley leans back in his chair and smokes another puff of cigar and says, I'll lose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> they refer to that hilarious. Oh, my God. Dying. Yeah, there's so many Harley stories out there. It's just, you know, and again, uh, you know, a legitimate tough guy. There's no two ways oh, yeah. about it. No doubt. You know, there's bar stories about them. There's wrestling stories about them. You know, and they're all they're all great stories. Yes, he definitely would be the guy that if as stuff would break down, you definitely would want him on your side. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, you know, I, I heard Tony Atlas tell to me best years ago. He was like, you know back when they were picking world champions, right? And it really it really weren't more or less a, like the size or anything. It was just, if you can believe that the champion could kick everybody's butt, you, you know what I mean? doesn't matter how, how, you know, how big you were, it's just how tough you looked, you know what I mean? Yeah, or, or, well, or, I mean, back when Bill Watts ran his Mid-South, the rumor was, you know, if you lost a bar fight, you were fired. Yeah. Like, you you wouldn't, you can't lose a bar. Like, how, how am I going to have these guys that are on TV 
being tough guys, and then you get beat up in a bar. Like you would legitimately lose your job. You would. You would have. Why goes? You know, people have to believe that you're tough enough to hold the champion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I um. That's why I heard that gentlemen's clubs are more favorable for wrestlers. Like Jake Roberts has said that. Jim Ross. I'm sure Undertaker. Because there's more security. Just to follow up on the mm-hmm. Howard spot there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Did, did you hear I, I love the story it. about Hacksaw in the bar on the. Uh, I think it's. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say the in the territory. I love. I love that series. I hope I, you know, I hope that it continues, you know, and maybe we find new – maybe we revisit some of the, the old, you know, the territories again and get, you know, newer stories or, you know, stories we haven't heard in a while and they get retold. Because that's, that's what I – that's, you know, the wrestling that I grew up on was watching those guys. And then you hear all the stories, I, I, you know. And, and speaking of Dr. Death, Steve Williams, there's one for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about tough. Oh my gosh! Well, you, you look, you look at All him, American especially football you know, and wrestling. The, the 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 whole when Mid South, you know, transitioned into UWF. You had him. You had Terry Gordy. You had One Man Gang, Jim Duggan, all big guys. And I, I, you know, I don't think Terry Gordy was a slouch at all. <laughs> And, 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 you know, and he, at, he was he was a kid, at, that's 15, William's 16, 17 year old kid when he was started. like with Mid South, UWF, Japan, and and him and Gordy teaming together. I mean, I mean, what a career Dr. Death has had. Oh years. yeah, yeah, just a big, strong, strong guy from Oklahoma. I mean, just <laughs> you know, he's super you know, grand champion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, <laughs> yes. Any, any any other champions that we've remissed that you'd like to share? I mean, we, we we could. I mean, we could go. You know, you look at again more regional than the world title, but you look at what Dick DeBruiser did with his. You know, first it was it Indiana, Illinois, or wherever he was up there. That you know, right. the guy was just you know unbelievable. Yeah, and again, uh, you know, Gomez, he's a tough, he's a legitimate tough guy. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I mean, we, I mean, look, and you know, you can talk about world champions helping helping other future champions, like uh, what Lou Des did for uh, Masiro Chono. You know, I mean, a, a world champion helping elevate. Another world champion per se. We we can go there, like yeah, yeah. I mean, and you could be, you know you could even go you know what if you know with again you know with what happened with David Von Erich you know if that never happened you know where would he fall well, in this conversation show. tonight <laughs> you know right be, so you know, could go plenty to work with that for another show yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know you you got you know there's so many you know. You know possibilities. You know, again, you know, go back to you know, the Vern Gagne and you know, um, you know all the all the older you know guys like Bruno and all the guys that Larry Zabisco. You know, we can't forget Zabisco. You know, 
in the AWA and yeah, you know, he, even fan. even with him, even him challenging Bruno, you know, when he, you know, when he when he broke Bruno's leg and it was, you know, it's, you know, we you know we can't forget about him. Again, we know we mentioned Kerry Von Erich and you know Ronnie Garvin and it, you know it's just. You know, the list goes and on and on. Mr. Saito, if I'm not mistaken, was one time AWA champion. Yes, I believe so, yes. You know, it was you know, we got Edge who again who's still he's still out outperforming today, you know, and I, I think he had an incredible run, you know, with with a bunch of titles. And if I'm not mistaken, they just announced him and Finn Balor are gonna have a hell in the cell match at WrestleMania. Is it Hell in a Cell? Okay. I, I missed that part, but I knew they were going to have a match. I just knew it was going to be Hell in a Cell. So, yeah, that's that I well. want to see. Yeah, wow. that I definitely wow. want to see. Yeah. I think that would be a good match for Finn Balor. Um, I think Finn Balor should get a big win, and uh, Edge is a big guy for him to beat. Um, so that would be interesting for him. But that's that shit. Nick Nick Foley's trying to get in with Finn Balor on Twitter, saying, you know, you need to talk to somebody who's been in the Hell in a Cell. You're getting advice for people who have never been in a match. You need to talk to somebody who has. So he's kind of throwing debate out there to join the Judgment Day a little bit, whether you know, at whatever capacity it is. You know, I think it would be great. But you know, they're they're out there on you know Twitter. He's saying, listen, you, I know how to do this. I've done it. And he's done it very well. I, it, you know, rewinding a little bit, I, I, I would say Jack Briscoe was 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 an amazing champion at his time uh, back in the day. Yes, yes, he was. Yes, and, and and a very good wrestler, you know, to boot. <laughs> you know, he was a guy yeah, that could I mean, tie you up, and there, there was nothing you could do about it. Jack Briscoe, you can put Jack Briscoe in any generation. I feel, and he would be a star. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it, I read it, that. Yeah, I read that he was NCAA champion, too. I, would, I guess if I had a dream match for Jack Briscoe, it'd be Brock Lesnar. He would know they're both NCAA. Oh, that would be great. Oh, man. Um, of course, you know, I, I mentioned the Funks earlier. Dory Jr. and... Uh, Terry, I guess you could mm-hmm. say they're the only two brothers that, that held the NWA World Title. That's, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we, we, you know, again, you know, NWA champion, you know, you have Dan Severin, you know, I think we won about two or three times. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, it, you know, and I like, you know, when he won, it was still the old you know, ten pounds of gold, but I, I always liked that that belt design. For you know, I just I thought it was a nice, really nice looking belt. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned Severn. I was watching on Instagram, and there's some good matches on there. They put, somebody posted a uh, Severn versus uh, William Regal, Stephen Regal, from like 1998. Mm-hmm. I was like, just uh, so uh, surprised to see that a hidden gem like that floating around Severn and Steven Regal like wrestling each other. And it was like a small venue right. too for the NWA World Titles. Pretty cool. Seeing Regal work on that Severn. 
Yeah. A, a guy that won briefly won it doesn't get talked about was champion with uh, Hacksaw Butch Reed. I don't know if you recalled uh, years ago that, you know, he was he a technically won the title, but due to a technicality, they didn't uh, count but for some reason. as Recognize, yeah. yeah. Recognize. Right. Don't, don't they? They did that to Hulk Hogan, too, in the AWA, didn't they? I believe so. Where he, 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 he won the title, but then they kind of, you know, took it back from him or, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, revised the record, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, maybe uh, my man would be Savage said being WWE champion at the time, which was, mm-hmm. it was insane because at the time, that was like right in the middle of Hulkamania and everything, and then when Macho Man became the champion, you know, that's about the time that the Mega Powers was going on, you know what I mean, and, and all that. But to, to be world champion in the midst of Hulkamania, that, that, that was, that's huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and anybody that held that title during his run, you know, it was like, it was, it was pretty special. Again, for however long or short it was, you know, it, right. you, you, were in the, you were right in the middle of, of the Hulkamania, you know, era of wrestling. Uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Steve. I'm sorry. No, uh, but following up on your Macho Man suggestion, uh, yeah, I would argue Macho Man's probably more iconic than Hulk Hogan, in my opinion. Even though the NWO was a big deal, the Macho Man kept himself relevant, like with the Slim Jims and the Spider-Man appearance. Uh, Macho Man's just kind of like even more punk culture. I would say Hulk Hogan. Oh, so, and and um, the rap album. Remember the rap album he did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I heard that um, I heard that uh, Lanny like turned down working on it because he was like, no, nah, Hulk Hogan made me so much money at that time. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was neat that he did a rap album. <laughs> <with Hogan. laughs> oh, wow. uh, and, 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 and we completely skipped over Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steam with the dragon, yeah. man. I'd oh, say yeah. Ric Flair's best opponent. Oh, hands down, oh. best opponent. Amazing. Amazing. They were, they just, and, they could just have a match really on, on the cuff. No, no discussion before, just go out there, do it for, and, and not do it for five or six minutes, do it for 60 minutes. And turn in a uh-huh. phenomenal match before Iron Man matches became the thing. They could legitimately go sixty minutes and have a great match. Right. Why, when he won the title from Flair at Chi Town, man, that place came unglued, yeah. dude. Oh, the, the yeah. Match. That was great. Yeah, I I kind of lost it a little bit too. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, a lot, a lot of great world champions. I think they're all great at, at some level because you're not, you're not getting that chance to hold that title if you're not great at some level at, at doing something, you know, really, right. really good. You know, they're not just again, they're not just handed uh, this. There's a reason why not everybody doesn't wear one. You know, I mean, and to, to they, be a good, remember world champion, you can't just phone it in. You, you're on a whole new level. I mean, you're representing the company and you're representing every. every Athlete in the back, 
I mean, it, 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 you're literally on a pedestal when he's a world champion. Well, so, yeah, I mean, you, you got not, 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 not every single night. Right. Not only every every performer in the back, but everybody that held that title before you did. And I know they've gone through different that, renditions and everything, but there's lineage there. There's history there. You know, and I think that's starting to warm up to Roman Reigns as a heel a little bit because I think he's getting a little more vocal and he's, you know, he's talking more to, to the to the fans now than he has in a long, long time. And Rick Flair used to be great at that. Rick Flair used to be great at, you know, involving the fans at ringside in, you know, in what was going on. And, you know, Roman's picking, you know, picking that up a little bit. And, you know, especially with that match with Sami Zayn, when he, you know, when he, when he went over to Sammy's wife and said, you know, this isn't my fault. You know, what I'm doing to him is not my fault. This is this is all his doing. And, you know, you have, he's got nobody to blame but himself for, for what's going to happen to him. And I thought that was great. I think that kind of solidified him as a, as a you know, rock-solid heel at that time. And, like, he's, he's achieved it now. He's, he's kind of, you know, really on the mountaintop now. Uh, any more champions? Well, champions, you like you all like to mention that we haven't discussed yet. Uh, yeah, uh, um, fire away. For New Japan, Hiroshi Tanahashi as well. Eight-time heavyweight oh, champion yeah. over there. Yeah, he kind of carried that uh-huh. brand when it was when it was uh, kind of out of the dark ages. Cause, right. You know, for a time, they had like it was more MMA focused and. Um, you know, business was down, but then I actually kind of brought that company back to life. That's mm-hmm. the focal point. And then uh, passed the torch to Okada, and he's had even longer reigns. Uh, Granny, do you have any world champions in mind you'd like to talk about? Well, we haven't really mentioned any tag team champions. Yeah, I was going to. No, yep. Sure, we, we can throw those in the mix. What about the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, my favorite team? Oh, one of the greatest teams ever. Oh, my God, yes. Rock and Roll Express. I mean, you no know. Yeah, when they beat the Russians, man, that was, you know, that to me that was huge. That was like, yeah, we, we did it. You know, we are better than the Russians. <laughs> They're, they've been champions all over the world, too. Yes, yeah. they have. All over the world. Everywhere they've gone. Everywhere. And then, you know, and again, you know, I don't think, you know, and listen, they, they are a great tag team, but I think what really elevated them through the 80s was, you know, their feud with the Midnight Express. Oh, yeah. And you can't forget the Midnight Express, I mean, being champions either, you know? I mean, no. goodness, I mean... As a kid, I hated Jim Cornette. I couldn't stand to hear him talk. And now I go back and I'm like, the guy's a genius. Like, he gets it. He knows how to draw. He he knows how to get people angry because he made me angry. Oh, yeah. I mean, to, to go to a draw with Nick Bockwinkle and, and, and Ric Flair on, on numerous occasions, I mean, that says something. Well, they're, I'm going to have my facts a little wrong, but I thought they were going to um, let Ricky have a run with the title, and he actually turned it down. 
Yes. Because it was, he felt it would yeah, turn yeah. up the Rock and Roll Express. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he, you know, he, he, he liked being, you know, a tag team champion. But he was offered a shot, you know, to, to carry the big gold, you know, the gold belt. And he's like, no, I, I, you know, I just don't want it. And, again, it shows you what kind of champion he really was. He wasn't going to leave his boy behind and say, oh, you know what, I'm, I'm headed on the bigger and better thing. See ya. You know, he... He was sticking by, you know, sticking by his guy. Right. That generation, um, man. You, you mentioned Rock and Roll, Midnight Express, uh, the Road Warriors. Oh, my God. So many great teams at that time. So, yeah, British so many. Bulldogs, yeah. The British Bulldogs. You British, can't forget them. British, British Bulldogs. Yeah, and we, we and speaking of Tiger Mask, uh, if not mistaken, uh, Dynamite Kid, him and Tiger Mask, it was for the championship in Japan. If I'm not mistaken, that years ago, yeah, right? yeah, they, years ago, yeah, they tore it up. They were doing mm-hmm. tombstone pile drivers on the floor before, like you know, before you'd see floor stuff in the streets, you know. Yeah, you, you had, you know, back in the day, you had, you know, Dick Murdoch and Adrian Adonis, you know, um, Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson. Oh yeah, the Samoans. You can't forget the Samoans. You know they were. Oh yeah, they the were Samoans. The wild Samoans. The Valiant Brothers, Jimmy and Johnny. Yeah, That's and, a uh, great again, name tonight. Um, speaking of speaking of Ricky Morton, I'm actually going to an event uh, this Saturday. It's like Mid Atlantic Territory Wrestling, and uh, they're calling it, and Ricky Morton's going to be there, so I'll likely see him That's and Barbarian there. So. Yeah, I've met Ricky before, but it'd be cool seeing him again, working again. Right, right. Well, that's that's well, great. I'll tell good show. You, when when my my husband and my son and I went to Texas last year for WrestleMania with our friend from New York, and we went to the last day of WrestleCon on that Saturday. I got to see Ricky. He was, I guess he had just finished breakfast, and he was heading upstairs to his room for a minute before, you know, him and Robert had to be in the, you know, area where their table was. And he saw me walk by, and I said, Ricky, and he said, Great, what are you doing here in Texas? I said, well, we're here for WrestleMania, you know. And, of course, I finally got to meet Tommy Wildfire Rich. And he, oh, there's another his, one. Pay, his, oh, yeah. yeah. His, his table was right next to Ricky and Robert. And I got to meet Tommy Rich. And, I mean, Tommy was always one of my favorites back in the day. You know, I love Tommy Rich. And. And Bobby Fulton was there, and, you know, he was talk. I didn't really get a chance to talk to Bobby Fulton much because, you know, he was talking to Ricky and Robert and Tommy, and I didn't want to interrupt. But, um, and actually, I got something to share with you guys. Um, there's a little independent company called Down South Championship Wrestling here in Arkansas. They're in Mulberry. I mean, just very small little... And we actually have Bobby Fulton coming April 1st to that show. 
They oh, have actually worked out the details where they have made Bobby Fulton like the general manager of Downtown Championship Wrestling. And he is coming to bring law and order back to Down South Championship Wrestling by take you know, by uh, putting the head of the Texas Outlaws Bone Crusher Bobby Burns, who I call him Crybaby Bobby Burns, in his place. I can't wait to see Bobby again. <laughs> I'm so excited about <laughs> that. That's really cool. And oh, I'm man. actually, I'm actually, my husband and I are actually, the promoter contacted me, and he says, well, you're coming April 1st, right? And I said, yeah. And he says, you think you could pick Bobby Fulton up at the airport for me? And I said, I'm <laughs> I said, are you kidding? I said, what kind of question is that? I mean, when we had, when we had Eugene here for Down South Championship Wrestling last year, my husband and I picked him up at the airport, you know, for the promoter. So I said, are you kidding? Of course I'll pick up Bobby Bolton. I said, it would be an honor and a pleasure for Granny to do that. That's awesome. That's really cool. I'll, I'll, I'll be having a good show. That's, that was a great show. Awesome. I think that's going to be um, exciting. Yes. Any plugs, guys? Plug away. Plug a mania. Let's do it. Who wants to go first? Go ahead, uh, Steve. I, I... <laughs> Um, uh, in Chester, Virginia, uh, Mid-Atlantic Territory Wrestling, uh, mentioned earlier Ricky Morton, Barbarians, uh, Brett Titus, uh, Steve Boogie Anderson, Preston Quinn, so, guys I'm familiar with, and some big stars like Ricky Morton are going to be there. That should be a fun show. Uh, tonight there, there, there was a show in Hampton called, uh, Barroom Entertainment Wrestling Drew, and hopefully I can go to one of their shows, uh, Hampton um, sometimes. Uh, it's good that there's some uh, independent wrestling back in, uh, in Virginia. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, Middle Atlantic Territory Wrestling this Saturday. And I got some uh, awesome. seminars coming up, grappling seminars, uh, maybe a catch wrestling seminar this May in uh, North Carolina. So I got lots to look forward to. Fantastic. That's really cool. Any, um, any more plugs? Anybody saying more plugs? I'm only one. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. All right. But uh, thank, thank you guys. This has been really uh, oh, it's been a great show. Yeah. And, yes. Well, have you, have you been going to shows in uh, Texas uh, lately? Off and on, yes. Yeah, how are those events? Really great so far. Um, uh, well, you know, they, they, a lot of the independent shows on the area have been really, really cool. Um, uh, I'm, I'm seeing a sport. I think I'm going to uh, Saturday uh, Gunner. For me, uh, Jackson Riker will be there. Um, right. And uh, and some some notable standouts up here is um, uh, Exodus, uh, Barrett Brown, um, among others. Yes, been making waves here, so uh, it's it's been really a good time having these events here in the area. But um, 
Yes. It's been a great show, guys. Uh, thank you guys for uh, for stopping by for sure. And uh, please stop by next week. Uh, next Thursday, we're making a return to uh, WCW Retro on com and with another topic for sure. But, uh, but uh, thanks again. Uh, be good to yourselves and each other. And uh, we'll see you all next Thursday. Good night, everybody. Looking forward to it. Good night. Have a good night. Kids Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews. It features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get Brendan either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stiles of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, 
Ricky Steamboat, Ding, Nick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Here's Bill Anter, and once again, we're speaking here with... Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it the did loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.